0: Welcome to another episode of Image Rights by Anne Mashinini. This is a monthly podcast about image rights, what image rights are, what they protect, and the contemporary issues that affect image rights today. The title of today's topic is Why do we insist on filming the homeless? And really this has been inspired by an ongoing trend of people violating the image rights of destitute persons. I recently watched a video of a less fortunate man saying that he wants his money from all the people who took videos of him and posted his videos on social media. He's heard saying that he is suffering in poverty and he asks a very important question of what will my children eat if no one pays me for all those videos posted on Instagram. His words pierced my heart and I wondered, why do we insist on filming the homeless? In South Africa, image rights are not an exclusive right for celebrities or public figures only. These rights are actually related to one's privacy and dignity. In fact, image rights belong to everyone because of the supremacy of our constitution, which deems that our country is a democratic state that is founded on the values of freedom, dignity, and equality. Whenever I see someone post an image about a homeless person or someone who is destitute on social media, I tend to wonder, has this person thought about the legal implications of using this person's image to gain followers and likes and favor from the general public? Social media has popularized the use of destitute people who are often willing to take videos on the street. Sometimes they may be dancing to a tune or saying something that is amusing. The problem with this practice is that it opens up these people's lives to the rest of the world to indulge and enjoy um, without even paying them for the exploitation of their image rights. As a result, their videos are watched across social media platforms and There is a growing concern about using people's images in this manner, especially the images of those who are homeless or destitute. And what I've recently been discovering is that the fuss is really about money. The social media culture has evolved to a point where user-generated content produces income. There's a lot more going on in the background when we see posts go viral and and when we see people on youtube and tiktok posting images of themselves or videos of themselves and others in fact and considering that we are in a a, a very bad economy especially in south africa social media is a fine way to make some money it would be foolish to assume that just because someone is homeless or begging for money in the streets, that they do not have human dignity and that they do not have image rights that protect the exploitation of their identity on the internet or in the public domain. Destitution does not deprive people of their image rights. In fact, I have thought about The way in which people make money on social media today, and I actually wonder if people's videos are used in a different kind of way to make money for them, to help them with the circumstances that they find themselves in, wouldn't that be a better use of someone's videos on social media instead of posting videos and not even getting back to them to pay them for? availing themselves to be video video recorded or sound recorded or whatever the case may be. Remember, image rights allow a person to control their identity and how it's used in the public domain. And this is why a number of stars and, and cele- celebrities and influencers, this is the main thing that they're trading, they're trading their identity, their image, um, and licensing brands, allowing these brands to use their name pictures to endorse products and market products to the world. I've seen journalists who even report on their online news sites about incidents where homeless people are featured in a video um, that went viral on social media. And this just exacerbates the commercial exploitation issue here. Because remember that online news agencies make money through marketing revenue. So every time someone reads that article, it increases the numbers the number of users who use that website and thus increases advertising revenue for that news agency. The first time I saw a news article of this kind, a lot of questions came to my mind. I wondered, how much did the news agency pay to use this video on their site? I further also asked myself, if the agency paid the person who submitted the video, did that money ever reach the guy who's depicted in the video? Because I think that person, being homeless or destitute, would have a better need, or a greater need rather, to use that money. But I highly doubt that that person has been paid for appearing in a video and even having their video posted on a news site. It's almost like on social media we've slipped into a portal where everyone's image is fair game on social media. And that that view, that position is flawed. It's also legally, legally speaking, highly problematic. We've also seen similar articles, um, even with domestic workers in South Africa. And such videos draw attention and likes and followers on on social media. And again, journalists then report this issue on on their news sites. Um, Again, questions come up here whether permission was sought, who was paid for uploading the images on on the news site, and whether the domestic worker who's appearing in these images was actually paid specifically for the exploitation of her image. When journalists step into the scene and report on viral posts involving homeless or destitute people on social media, I'm reminded of a related case um, in Wells v. Atoll. And although this case was not about a homeless person, it was about a young girl whose image was taken without permission while she was on the beach with her family. And the the magazine clearly got the desired effect of attracting a lot of attention. But unfortunately, the young girl also got a lot of unwanted attention in various cities in the Eastern Cape. Although she managed to sue for about 10,000 rand for this publication, the court made it clear that the use of her image without permission for commercial advantage of the magazine was an infringement of her image rights. While this may seem like a victory, in my opinion, I really think 10,000 rand was not enough for the kind of damage that she went through because I remember when I was reading this judgment, there were details about how she was harassed in different places around in her school, around the area surrounding her school, as well as when she would go on sports trips, um, th- on a school trip, for example. She would find people had seen this magazine cover and assumed that she gave permission to appear on the front cover of a magazine. And she also got a lot of harassment um, on on Mixit, which was also like a, similar to WhatsApp back in the day. And in the same way, when a social media user takes an image of a person without their permission and that post goes viral on social media, this too violates image rights. Our moral compass should guide us on how to behave when we see someone living on the streets or begging for money. And when we get the urge to take a video or a photograph of them because a number of of issues come up here it's quite a layered problem even if one obtains permission to film a homeless person the extent of permission should be clear what is it exactly that you have permission to do to merely take the video or take the photo to post the photo To make money using that photo or video. Consent has boundaries and exceeding the boundaries of consent also violates people's rights. This can range from dignity, privacy, image rights. Consent should also be freely given without any coercion or pressure or even a bribe, because a bribe does not constitute a payment for using someone's image. Consent should also be informed. In other words, the person who is granting consent needs to understand exactly what they are agreeing to and how many times this video that they have will be played maybe on social media by various users because social media also has this automated publication issue where people can just share, retweet, resend, repost, download, And all of this creates this uncontrollable ripple effect of what actually happens with someone's post. We need to remember that just because someone is of a lesser economic standing, it does not relinquish their constitutional rights, and more particularly their image rights. So since we like to film homeless people so much, and I'm speaking sarcastically, Why don't we use that for the greater good? Why is it that we find it amusing to laugh at someone who is clearly having an an ongoing, persistent cycle of loss, of, of experiencing life through a different lens than we are? I wonder, how is it that we can protect the image rights of the homeless, the image rights of the destitute. How do we move beyond this need to please people on social media? This actually takes me back to the core of what are image rights then? Because image rights in some parts of the world are exclusively held for celebrities, public figures, because they're the ones who would normally commercially exploit their images But in South Africa, we do not necessarily have this kind of a boundary. There's no explicit uh, restriction on on limiting image rights to celebrities. And more than that, we need to understand that image rights are related to the right to privacy. And I've spoken about this in a previous episode about privacy and, and identity in memes. We need to be reminded that Image rights are part of a bigger picture or a a broader umbrella of human dignity, which is a constitutional right. And those, those image rights are actually then protected under our constitution. So it is not for us to go out taking videos and pictures of homeless people and exploiting them anyhow on social media. It is also not for journalists to then perpetuate the problem by reporting on such matters. Because you need to ask ourselves, what are the boundaries of freedom of expression then? The, the media privilege boundaries. Because if you consider what, what kind of exploitation is taking place when one seeks to have a news article using someone's image without their permission, the question always comes up, is this a, a public or a private person? And looking at someone who is homeless, it's very likely that this is a private person who deserves their privacy to be protected over and above the media's privilege to report on, on news. And thinking about this media privilege issue, I wonder, is it really newsworthy to see a title that says a homeless man seen dancing in a hospital? Is it really newsworthy? Thank you for tuning in. Remember, you can subscribe to this podcast or leave a review on this podcast. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Until next time, make sure you control your image rights. And remember, this podcast series is based on research supported by the National Research Foundation of South Africa, grant number 121887. But the views and opinions expressed in this series do not reflect the views and opinions of the National Research Foundation, its management or its governance structures.